All right, this is Bishop Bowser with Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser, Shafat Outreach Podcast. And we thank uh, each and every one of you that is listening to this podcast and to all of our live stream uh, Facebook viewers that are about to come on <laughs> and view this. Uh, we thank you also for uh, tuning in to Slow Motion with B Bishop Bowser, Shafat Outreach Podcast. Today, I just want to talk about uh, one subject, but it, it may cover a few things. Uh, and, and what we're going to talk about today is moving forward with a black agenda. Moving forward with a black agenda. Uh, today, you know, you, I, I've heard a lot of people, not only today, but since uh, President-elect um, Biden uh, was elected as president, um, I've, I've, I've heard people and I've seen the talk, people trying to slant it different ways. Oh, it was the black people that got Obama elected. Right. We're hearing people say that. And um, um, Biden, who I say? Oh, Biden got Biden elected. Thank you. Um, what I want to say about that is, is that if you did, if black folks, and then they try to narrow it down to black women uh, that uh, got uh, Biden elected, what are you getting out of it? Because <laughs> that's the question that I want to ask is, what are you getting out of it other than getting rid of Trump? And, and I know a lot of people want to get rid of Trump. I like to see him go myself, but not at the, the cost and expense of using the black vote to get into office and then do nothing in regards to black people when it comes to policy and making change. And so um, so that's a question I, I wanted to ask and kind of um, uh, get into here with everyone or at least uh, uh, help you to, to, to start thinking about this, to get you to start thinking about this is what's in it for black people? What's in it for black people? So right now, those that are that are, that are viewing or that has um, that is tuning in and come on in uh, to check us out here. I want you to uh, start a watch party or or uh, tag someone or do something in the name of the Lord that we may get more viewers. Uh, today is on a Sunday, and most of the time people are not willing to step in and um, uh, check out a live feed on here. But also on this podcast, we want to thank all of our podcast listeners here. And so one of the things I want to say is because, you know, a lot of times, you know, when we talk about. Uh, the black agenda, we talk about black people and especially what's hap what just happened in this election. We know the same thing has been going on for over, oh, well over 50 years and, and almost 60 years, right? And even longer, you can go right back to the civil rights movement, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and so on to where they have always used um, the black vote, but black people never get anything out of it. And we know for sure that... Um, uh, Biden uh, has not uh, uh, come up with a black agenda, right? And when they talk about doing something for everybody, we know that black people are the ones that's left behind. So when we talk about the black agenda, especially to black people, uh, one of the things that I wanted to say is, is just because you are black doesn't mean you understand the black struggle or the legacy or history of structural racism and mass incarceration as it impacts black families. And that's one of the problems that we have since we've been in this country, right? So a black agenda will address and tackle 
racial and implicit bias in these systems that we're dealing with when we speak it from a political perspective. Uh, fixing these issues mean working with those closest to the pain to build bridges of understanding, right? We have to help uh, uh, those that don't understand the black struggle to understand what's going on so they can make better uh, decisions and, and, and bring forth better policies that's going to help uh, black people move forward. Because right now you're not going to move forward uh, not relying on uh, not relying on Biden. You can have a boast, but it's an empty boast when you say that, oh, the black folks, you know, we put it off in Philadelphia and Atlanta and 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 Wisconsin and all these other different kind of places uh, where you um, want to say that we uh, black people pulled the vote for. But at the end of the day, uh, when we think about that, at the end of the day, what are we getting out of it? And so one of the things we want to make sure that a black agenda, when we talk about a black agenda, what we're trying to do is move to close the racial wealth gap between blacks and whites. We know that, you know, a lot of times people say people of color and and I have no problem with people of color. But I do have a problem when black people are always placed on the bottom when we talk about it. So let me share some information with you. Uh, according to uh, Texas A&M sociology professor Joe Fagan. Uh, he's a contemporary white Democrat. He said contemporary white Democratic candidates will pursue, and this was before the election, right? Um, he said, we'll pursue policies that will increase racial equity, but only as far as white moderates and conservatives will let them. And we know that a Biden could possibly be a centrist, so he can go no further than what white moderates and conservatives let them go. And they're not going to let nobody surpass them. Right. Not at all. Let me tell you something that um, Tahisi Coates said. He said white supremacy does not contradict America, American democracy. So a lot of times people tell me, so this is democracy at work. Well, that's white supremacy at work. White supremacy is still in control. He went on to say that it birthed it, nurtured it and financed it. That is our heritage when you talk about American de democracy. Uh, in comparison with white supremacy, he goes on to say it was reinforced during 200 years of bondage. It was further reinforced during another century of Jim Crow. It was reinforced again with when progressives erected an entire welfare state on the uh, basis of black exclusion. Right. It was reinforced again with the intellectual progeny of the same people who excluded black women from welfare turned around and invade against it through uh, caricaturalization of black women, right? The same thing, you know, uh, uh, call them welfare queens or different things like that. Now, that's the end of quote of that. But in there was a survey that was done in, in 1910, uh, 2000, I'm sorry, not uh, 2019. There was a survey that was done. And this survey was dealing with the, the racial wealth gap. And, and, and what, it, what the survey uh, uh, brought out to us is that white families have the highest level of both median and mean family wealth, right? Black families have considerably less wealth than white families. Black families, median and mean wealth is less than 50% that of white families. What did that mean? In other words, white people have 85% more wealth than black people. Or more, right? So it could be way less than that. It can be down to 10% or even 5%, right? 
and uh, depending on and zero percent if depending on what black you're looking at but this is the average when you look at the median and the mean uh when you talk about the racial wealth gap and so as black people when we push forth an agenda we got to look beyond just i don't like donald trump and we got to get biden in there and, w and while you'll continue left outside in the cold right and you know then a lot of i see a lot of especially black women uh, pushing for Kamala Harris and they forgot about all the things she did here in California uh, you know and 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 I know I know I know you know oh, she's a black woman uh, but she's not American descendant of slavery right she's she, her descendants did not come out of slavery right uh, she came from uh, one part India and another part Jamaica and so she can't just like Obama she cannot connect with the black experience here in America of us coming out of slavery and going through all that immigration uh, just came really came into play where we started letting a lot of folks come over to this country in the 60s and um when you talk about um the immigration now of blacks that are here that are not originally descendants of slavery in america uh it's only about 10 percent, right 90 percent of the of black people in america are descendants american descendants of slavery and so Yes, we are old reparations, but we are old a lot more than that, right? Because we built the country and everything else. But at the same time, it seems like we put a lot of stock in voting. And, and I voted too, uh, but um, I voted issues that was important to me. But, you know, just to vote for somebody to get somebody else out of office when the other person has not really done anything or made any promises uh, that he's going to uplift the black family, then you're voting against your interest, right? So you you got the so you know Lord should tear in time allow. Uh, you're going to have Trump going to be out of there, and then what, right? What's next? What's going to happen next? And that's the question that you have to ask yourself, right? Because, like I said, and and like the quote from this gentleman from uh, the university is that you know the, the Biden can't do no more than what white moderates and conservatives let him do, and that's all he's going to do, right? And most of these folks are not for. Uh, closing a racial wealth gap according to peter joseph the gap between the rich and the poor creates more violence and crime the more gap the more violence this may explain why america has the largest wealth gap also has the most violence and worst public health of any first world nation the legal system is there to control the poor and not regulate the rich that's what peter joseph said and 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 that's why we have the problems in our communities. Right. So if we want to fix violence. We want to fix crime. We want to get rid of that. You're not going to police yourself out of it. The way you're going to get rid of it is you're going to have to uh, close that racial wealth gap and bring equity. So let me break it down to you and tell you what racial equity refers to. What when you talk about um, racial equity, uh, it refers to what is genuinely not a race, non-racist society, what it would look like, right? In a racially equitable uh, society, the distribution of society's benefits and burdens would not be skewed by race, like benefits whites, burden black people, right? Um, in other words, racial equity would be a reality in which a person is no more or less likely to experience society's benefits or burdens just because of the color of their skin. And we know that's completely different for black people when we talk about racial equity. This is in contrast to the current state of affairs in which a black person is more likely to live in poverty. 
be in prison, dropped out of high school, be unemployed, and experience poor health outcomes like diabetes, heart disease, depression, and other potentially disease, fatal diseases, right? So when you, when you talk about it, we're dealing with poverty, but also ill health. And these are the issues that are overwhelming the black community, especially the black man, right? Racial equity holds, uh, holds society to a higher standard. It demands that we pay attention not only to individual level discrimination on the individual level, but the, to overall social outcomes. Because when you look at individuals, you got a lot of black millionaires, billionaires, and so on. But when you look at it uh, uh, overall and the social outcomes for the overall race of black people, we are lagging way behind. And so if we, as a black people, are going to move forward uh, toward a black agenda, that will bring that which would bring equity. We must start doing it ourselves. Right. I'm talking about black people doing it ourselves. But uh, but in order for there to um, that to happen, there are several things you must understand or discover. And one is and this is the problem with a lot of people is black people and people in general is who are you? Right. Who are you? Do you know who you are? Do you have an identity or has that self-identity been skewed and and has been perpetuated a false identity based on what society dictates you should be, right? But until you discover who you are, what do you want? What do you believe and what's your purpose in life? You will never make a difference in this world, right? And you'll never make changes. And so if we're going to make a difference in the world and bring um, a closer racial wealth gap, bring justice for all, uh, bring equity uh, among the races. You must first discover who you are because a lot you got a lot of people out here running around and don't know who they are. Your identity is formed by four components, right? Uh, the components, the four components I always talk about for your identity is number one, uh, uh, you get it through credible authority, right? Who The, the people around you that teach you, uh, whether your parent, your, your school teacher, someone you, your pastor, someone that the books you read, people that you see as credible and in authority, that helps form your identity. And my, a lot of times people consider uh, media as a credible authority or even social media. Let me tell you something, social media as a whole is not a credible place, right? But that's how most people get their identity and discover who they are is through these false medias and false concepts about who you may be. And so... Um, uh, a credible authority. The other one is personal experiences, what you experience in life, right? Repetition information. Uh, like I mentioned before, the media, uh, social media, uh, TV, radio, ads, all these different things that are out there uh, constantly coming to you, constantly coming to you with subliminal messages, right? Whether it's true or false, it's a subliminal message that's being planted in your subconscious to get you uh, to think a certain way. Right. And so and that helps establish your identity of who you are and you begin to think you're something uh, and, and you're totally contrary to what that that picture that has been painted as to who you are. Then the, the third one is personal experiences. And the fourth is is um, your your social environment. Right. These four things establishes your um, uh, your identity, help you to establish, say, help you identify or to establish your identity of who you are and until you know who you are you can't move no further you can't do nothing because 
if you don't stand for something and 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 you're going to like they say go for anything and so on so the media and society forces a false identity on you and especially if you are a black man they want you to be less than right uh, that's why you find that uh, uh what's being lifted up in society today is the black woman not the black man right show me a time when a black man has been lifted up, right? But they'll lift up black women um, uh, because that black woman would lift up black white society, right? And, and of course, you say, oh, no, I don't. Yes, you do, because you're going right along with, with the white liberals and moderates and all those folks and progressives and everybody else rather than realizing that none of these systems that have been set up is established to help you. You know, just just go do a poll and ask these folks all ages and so on. Do they support reparations? And you'll find that it'd be very low reparation for black people who came out of slavery. That's the true test of, of to find out what, what a person, what a society and what a group is all about, whether it's Republicans or whether it's Democrats, whether it's um, uh, conservatives or liberals or centrists or moderates or, 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 or socialists or whatever term you want to use or, or call for. All these come out of uh, not from black people, but out of white supremacy. And that's what a lot of people are exercising and practicing and don't even realize it. Right. You're you're in reinforcing a racist system. You're supporting a racist system. People are happy about Biden, but he supported the crime bill and did a whole lot of stuff before then. And after that. Right. He was under Obama. Obama didn't do anything for black people. Right. And back then it's talking about he's not the president of black people, the president of everybody. But yet you want to say, oh, black people got him to vote, but you ain't getting nothing out of it. That's for sure. And you can rest assured that you're not getting anything out of it. And uh, four years going to come and pass. You're going to still be in the same place that you're in right now because black people don't do not put pressure. We just tr so uh, we still got the slave mentality where we so uh, um, uh, concerned about impressing master. Right. Rather than looking out for your own benefits. So, number one, if we're going to, uh, this is something that you have to discover. If we're going to move forward with a black agenda, you got to know who you are. You can't be confused about that. You can't have a false identity, right? You got to know who you are. You got to know your purpose in life. You got to know what do you want and, and how you're going to do it, right? The how is, is less important than the who, right? The purpose of who you are and why, right? And then the next thing that I want to bring out about this when we're talking about moving forward with a black agenda, you first got to know who you are. Then secondly, we need God. And so I know a lot of people don't want to say that because you follow anything and anybody except someone uh, who can lead you on God's agenda. Right. So let me just say this. An agenda that doesn't have God in it is an agenda that is bound to fail. Let me say that again. An agenda that does not have God in it is an agenda that is bound to fail. And you, you, you can look at these people, most people that are trying to lead black folks, um, uh, even whatever uh, way they connect with you in doing that, they can have huge plot platforms and the whole shebang. <clears throat> but we know for sure that these, most of these folks, even if they mention God in name, they do not have God in spirit and God in heart, right? They're not filled with God. They're not being led by God. They're not moving on God's agenda. You know, one minute they talk about God, next thing you know, they're using profanity. They, they're doing all kind of evil. They don't care about people being hurt, buildings being burnt down, and all those type of things. And so that's part of the problem that we have today is that people do not have that. So the, the, the people in Jesus' time, think about this. 
the people in Jesus' time didn't set the agenda for Jesus. Jesus was following the Father's orders. He was doing what Yahweh wanted him to do. Jesus didn't look to see what was trending in order to address the issues of his day. He kept in step with the Father's agenda, and, and, and that is what kept him on course. And that's what needs to keep us on course, especially black people. Look at this. Black, the, black, the black community in America is the most religious group, not only in this nation, but possibly and probably in the whole world, right? Yet, only 10% of blacks believe moral truth is absolute compared to 20%, 26% of whites and Hispanics. That's an that's, that, that's a, um, actual study that was done, right? 10%. Believe moral truth is absolute. So we just whatever is truth for today and, and apply to me and works for me. That's my tr truth. Right. Don't believe in absolute moral truth a fixed truth. Right. Still in his wrong, no matter who done it. Right. <laughs> whether you black, white, uh, whether you're rich or poor, it's wrong. Whether you stole to 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 um, uh, survive and eat it's still wrong. Right. And so and that's just one example of of. When you're talking about the absolute truth, you know, uh, right is right and wrong is wrong. But a lot of times people don't believe that. And that's why we have so much immorality in our country. Right. And so that's why and in our and, and among blacks. Right. And and yes, we, we you know, we know the racial wealth gap contributes to a lot of that. But as and this is where the individual comes in. Right. Because that individuals, anyone who turns to God, those that don't want to turn, they'll continue to decline. But those that that turn to God, God will bring out when you get your mind right, right? If you really truly let God do what needs to be done. And that's part of the problem today. So we must turn back to God. This is what the Lord says, right? And, and, and this is found in Jeremiah 17 and five. Curse is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh and whose heart turns away from the Lord. Let me read that again. Jeremiah 17 and five NIV. Curse is the one who trusts in man. Curse is the one who trusts in man. Biden not going to fix it for you. No president could ever fix it for you. You got to turn to God, right? Curse is the man, the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh and whose heart turns away from the Lord. When you turn from God, you curse. 10% of black people believe in moral, absolute moral truth. So 90% of them have turned away from God. And that's why we're in the mess that we're in today. And that's why we're in trouble like we're in today. So we got to. So 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 in order to move forward with a black agenda, you know, you need to know who you are. And then number two, we need God. You need God. We need to get on God's agenda. We need to move in the way that God wants us to move. Right. But most of the time we talk about God, people don't want to hear it. They don't want to talk about it. Right. Or they can have a a a a. a, a a skewed and misinterpreted understanding of God, right? Of Yahweh, the father. Hallelujah. And then number three, and I'm not going to be too long before you today. I just want to step in and, and talk to you briefly about moving forward with a black agenda. Number three, it's time to educate yourself. And I'm not talking about the kind of education that you get from these schools that don't really teach you to think, right? But what they teach you is white supremacy. What they teach you is how to fall in line with this system, right? 
And and that's that's what these schools are all about. Oh, you might get, you know, gather some facts and all that. But really to think independent and to think for yourself, to be an independent thinker and be and have a definiteness of purpose. Uh, they're not going to teach you that. They're not going to teach you who you are. You can go through and get a doctor degree and still don't know who you are. Right. You can you can go to school you, and, and get a, a Ph.D. and still don't know God. Right. And so, you know, it's, you got to educate yourself. You And when I talk about educate yourself, I'm not talking about uh, doing it without God. Right. You need the wisdom of God, the knowledge of God, the understanding of God to do it. Right. You need the spirit to teach you. The Bible says you don't need no man to teach you because you have the anointing. You have the, the, the anointing is the spirit of God. You have anointing in you that that can teach you. Right. And so we got to get to a place where we stop chasing what is trending. Stop following these fake leaders, these people that know nothing about God, know nothing about who they are. And you you uh, pushing them up. See, that's what society and the media are constantly going to do. And watch at the end of this year, the people that they start pushing up. Right. And 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 because every year they, they'll find a few black folks and push them up. And, and these folks ain't leading you nowhere. Right. They're not, they, they're not, they're not putting you on God's agenda. They're not leading you to success. It's all about them making a name for themselves. Right? So when you talk about these blacks that are popular and have these huge platforms, they are not leading you to what God wants for you, but what the devil wants for you. And that's what you have to, um, understand and, and get off track on that. So, uh, educate yourself if you're going to move. And then the last thing I just want to talk about, and there's many more things I talk about. I don't want to take a lot of time up. We'll, we'll continue to talk about this black agenda. Uh, cause I, I do, I want to get into health outcomes. I want to get into home ownership. I want to get into, uh, which I'm talk a little bit about business today. I want to talk about what real education is, right? Uh, all these different things, you know, that we employment jobs and so on. Uh, because there's a lot of if we're going to move on with a black agenda, we got to make sure that things are specifically addressed for us. So the other thing, the last thing I want to talk about what I do want to talk about the marriage race here and a few other things locally. But when talking about moving forward with the black agenda, the, the fourth thing I want to mention is start your own business. Right. Because society is set up where our communities have been over police. Uh, there's more black people. Here in America, black men here in America that is in prison in this country, then women are in prison around the world. Right. And one of the things that I talked about before is that um, when you talk about who's killed by police, uh, a black person is is uh, killed by the police. One per a black man, one per one thousand people, a black person is killed. When you look at other men, it's two per uh, it's two is one per two thousand. Right. And then when you when you look at. um a women is one for every 33,000. It's not just a thousand, but it's 33,000 for black women. Or I mean, for women, one for every 33,000 for women, two for every, uh, one for every 2,000 for, for all other men, but for black men it's one per 1,000 men. And uh, we're locked up the most mass incarceration. Uh, when we get out, least likely to be able to, to, to rebuild your life. Uh, with a, getting a good, even if you get an education, get a job, you're going to be the f f last hired, the first fired, right? I heard somebody talk about today how the black man get fired on his day off, right? And, you know, so like, so like people like me, if you become like me, outspoken and, and very opinionated, 
uh, you most definitely won't be able to hold on to no job, right? If you try to work for somebody else. So you got to do your own thing. You got to start your own business. You got to get out there and let God lead you where doors can open and where you can do your own thing to make your own money. Can't rely and work for somebody else because they're going to fire you and fire you and fire you, especially if you're black and more and, and, and really if you're um, uh, a black man. And so with men getting out of prison, you're trying to find this job and all they want you to do is flip burgers or do some minimum wage job, a low wage pay, start your own business. You know, it doesn't matter what it is, you know, as do your own thing. Uh, yes. Pick up some skills, learn some things, teach yourself whatever you need to do. Uh, but do your own thing. Right. Cause that's when I, before I came full time ministry, that's what I did. You know, I had my own little business on the side, making my own money, even though I was working over here doing some other things. So you always got to find ways to create wealth for yourself and you can't, you, you'll never, get out of poverty and 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 as a group we'll never close a racial wealth gap relying on working for somebody else right because they're going to limit you and put a cap on you as far as how much money you can make but when you step out there and do your own thing the sky's a limit to what you can have and what you can do you know uh, your use your imagination and the bible says that god can do abundantly above all that you can think or imagine and so you know so uh, if if we have god on our side and if you step out in faith and you start doing some things, you, you see the prosperity. God will bless the work of your hands. But don't be afraid. You got to step out in action and you got to work hard. Right. You got to plan. You know, think about what you want. Write it down. Make a plan. And when you make a plan uh, 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 of how you're going to do it and how you're going to get there, then put it into action. Set some goals and put it into action and start doing it. But the main thing, don't just sit around. Get up and do it. Right. Quit murmuring and complaining. Quit talking about how hard life is. Yes, it's hard, uh, but you're not going to fix anything by complaining about how hard it is and telling everybody about how hard it is. You got to get out there and do something. And so become an entrepreneur, become a business person. Do your thing. Don't be relying on this system to survive. You got to create your own wealth. Right. And so moving forward with a black agenda and I run out of time, but I did want to talk about because the same thing we're facing nationally. With uh, President Biden and and or President elect Biden and and Trump, uh, we face locally. Right. You know, because a lot of black people supported Barbara Bree and a lot of black people supported um, Todd Gloria. I was reading something today where they were talking about Todd Gloria. He got votes from all over the place, from Southeast, everywhere. All these different folks got behind him. Uh, but, you know, there's no plan, right? There's no plan specifically a black agenda to support black people, right? To uplift black people. And that's been part of the problem that we've been having forever, right? And you saw, like, with, um, what was it, the Prop 16? <laughs> Dealing with diversity, you see how they voted that down quickly, right? Uh, same thing fall in line with reparations or anything else. Because when you when it comes to that, white supremacy rules. Uh, and that's the bottom line because they don't want you to surpass them. They don't want you to make more money than them. They don't want you to have special privileges that's going to close, help try to close that racial wealth gap. They don't want, they want you to continue to be in poverty so they can uh, uh, throw you some crumbs here or there and say, here you go, be happy and so on. And a lot of people are going to be happy. A lot of people are rejoicing and being happy about this stuff, but it's not going to get you anywhere. So, so, so all those folks that voted for Todd Gloria and supported him and endorsed him, especially black people. Um, I, what I want to know is, is what you're going to get out of it. Right. Uh, that's going to uplift the black community, help the black community. 
uh, one of the places they can start with how our community is police and he's not going to touch it right he's not going to end racial profiling he's not he's not going to end mass incarceration all these arrests for black people and so on he's not going to deal with those things right uh one thing i told you uh when you look at arrests in 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 san diego region 32 white people arrested per 1000 34 hispanics arrested per 1000 and 123 blacks are arrested i'm talking about adults of blacks are arrested per 1000 that's a lot of people we need to fix that uh, we're way overrepresented in the jail system right black people are way overrepresented based on the population in california per population uh in the california system right way over represented in the being on probation and parole and and supervision so the vote only matters if you're going to force these politicians to pick up a black agenda and do something that really matters and will bring real change. But we see that that's not going to happen, but we can't sit around and wait another four years, wait another two years uh, to vote again and, and then talk about the powers in the vote. And then the, nothing happened, nothing changes. Right. Uh, even with police reform this year, what happened with George Floyd, they were saying that, Yes, we're going to um, do something. Then police, they all of a sudden change their minds, right? Once things calm down, they got enough boldness to speak out and and, it, and there was no backlash. Uh, now they're there. We ain't going to do nothing for you. Yeah, we might deal with, teach them how to de-escalate and do some things like that. But they're not really talking about bringing real policy change. And so those are the issues that we're, we're, we're challenged to, to deal with. And so the same thing with the county board of supervisors, right? Uh uh, you got three Democrats now that that's going to be in there. But what are they going to do for black people? Right. What are they going to do when it comes to police reform? Nothing. Supermajority in city council. What are they going to do? How are they going to help uplift this population of black people that is way overrepresented and marginalized, underserved? What are they going to do? Nothing. Right. Because when they talk, they, they're going to uplift their people and do things for their people. But they're not going to do anything for black people. No black agenda. They say it's not about race. But then when you look at race and you see how marginalized black people are you know there's, there's something really wrong and it's and it's not just all on black people when you talk about um uh responsibility right because it's a shared responsibility we all supposed to share in this to help lift up our fellow man you know when they when they talk about helping people they have no problem saying well we got to do something for the homeless right we got to get housing right uh for them for those folks and so on. And black people are, are numbered in that number two, but you specifically talk about helping people. So let's specifically talk about helping black people. And the last thing I want to talk about is um, Prop 20, right? Because Prop 20 was going to undo a lot of criminal justice reform that we uh, came up with. And Mayor Faulkner came out and opposed this, right? Mayor Faulkner is a racist, if you ask me. Because uh, uh, he knows that black people are impacted by this the most, and he opposed he opposed any type of criminal justice reform because he's a racist and he don't like black people. And the, the 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 sad part about this is that all those black pastors that was supporting him, right, and still supporting him, nobody spoke out. These pastors that 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 sit with him and support him, you're a crook. You're straight up a crook, and you're going to hell because uh, you're supposed to be a voice of God. Mayor Faulkner shouldn't be your God. Yahweh is supposed to be your God, but you allow, but you, you sitting under him and being quiet and letting him support this stuff. And now he's out, but guess what? Now they saying, oh, we're going to get behind Ty Gloria, right? 
they have some little hesitant because Todd Glory is part of the LGBTQ community, right? They say, oh, well, he's gay, so we can't have him in our church and all that kind of stuff. And 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 but yet uh, you're going to try to run up on him. Now, I'm not saying I'm just telling you what they saying. I don't care about a person's sexual orientation uh, when it comes to or anything when it comes to these community and politics. We all want in the community. But I'm just telling you what they saying behind closed doors. And I hope Todd Gloria opened his eyes and see that these pastors are crooked and they don't like him because he's gay. Simple as that. They don't. And and they're going to be careful on how they deal with him. But they sure going to want the money. They sure going to want him to line their pockets. That's for sure. And so I'm just telling you the truth, you know, so don't don't hate on me. I'm telling you the truth. And so on. that's the way they think. I've heard it myself. I heard them talking and say it myself and so on. They so crooked and need to be exposed. So but Prop 20, thank God it got voted down. Thank God that Prop 25 got voted down, the, that, that messed up bail system that they were going to have. And thank God for Prop 17 where uh, felons and those on, I shouldn't say felons, but those that are going to be on probation and parole, formerly incarcerated, that's the correct term, are going to be able to vote now. But still again, like, you know, uh, we got to be careful with our vote. If a person don't, it's not really about bringing systemic change. And we're talking about racial justice, not just social justice, but racial justice. And, and more so with that, moving forward with a black agenda then we need to tell them that we're not voting for them, right? If all those blacks would have sat back in, in places like uh, Milwaukee and Philadelphia, you know what I mean, uh, in Detroit and places like that, if they would have sat back and said, no, we're not going to do this, and, and Trump would have got back in there, then the next time we would have had an election and blacks would say, hey, unless you have black gen, we're not, those, those politicians would have stepped up to the plate. But as long as you're giving them a free ride, they, they don't have to listen to us or do anything we want them to do. All right. So, hey, you know, that's it. You know, I, I'm, I'm done um, uh, with moving forward with a black agenda. This is uh, Bishop Bowser with uh, on slow motion with Bishop Bowser and um, Shafat Outreach Podcast and also our live feed on um, uh, Facebook. Uh, we thank you all for viewing and uh, we, we'll be posting this pretty soon. So stay tuned for it. But God bless you. And I know this is Sunday. It's hard to get viewers on on Sundays, but uh, hopefully next time, you guys, we're we coming on Sunday, every Sunday. So get the word out. I'll post it more so people can know about it. All right. God bless you.